So I just talking to All right, dear. Hello, I'm Nana. And if you enjoy listening to my sweethearts talk on this show, maybe tell a friend of yours. And maybe they can enjoy it, too. And if you would like to see this little show go a little bit further, maybe check out the Darlings Buy Me a Coffee account. All right. Okay, honey, you can go ahead with your flashlight thing now. Ladies, gentlemen, please take your seats. The spotlight is about to begin. Good evening, everybody. I'm Mystery Matt, and you're listening to the Mystery Matt Spotlight Podcast. This evening, we are having a season finale free-for-all, where we're going to talk about everything and anything. Um, We might even talk about Nancy's new chair. We're not sure. but um, (laughs) I don't think that's good. (laughs) This evening, I am joined by my lovely wife, Sarah, our good friend, Chris, our good friend, Nancy, and of course, Peter's here because it wouldn't be a party without Peter. That's even fun to say. Uh, yeah, it uh, is, isn't it? Uh, right. uh, wow. So, he passed the mic to me. Uh, oh, hey. Um, so, anyways, Coleman and I were talking the other day. Now, here's something interesting. And we were talking about whether or not what's going on in the world today is just um, the collapse of the latest civilization, that being um, the Western world. Um, so, Curious, just going to throw that out there. You know, is this just the United States or are we seeing the end of Rome? Going right back to the 1970s book, you know, Modern Romans. Uh, and the comparison to what's going on in the United States culture right now to the collapse of Rome itself. And, and you know, as, a, as an empire, the Western world should be running its course right about now, historically, given our ability to create better infrastructure. So, just throw that out there as a start. There you go. Okay. Well, when it comes to that, we try not to get too political on the channel. But I was actually thinking, is the world actually going to shit? Or is it just because I look up so many videos about the world going to shit that I'm actually being fed more videos about the world going to shit? Ergo, I think the world is actually more so going to shit. Which is one way of looking at it. Another way of looking at it is that a lot of industries right now are dying. They're not coming up with anything new and creative. They're uh, recycling, rebooting, remaking everything. Uh, They're destroying every franchise they have ever made near and dear to my heart. Uh, They're only now just starting to fix the Ghostbusters. So, I don't know. I'm still kind of 50-50 on it. The world's going to shit. Um, It's it's interesting, right? Because... Coleman and I did take sides, and I took the side that, no, we're not going to shit, oddly enough. I'm, I I took the side that we're in this really rough patch that the great liberalism of the 70s sort of, you know, spurred. You know, there had to be a backlash to it at some point in time. So, um, and to my point of view, we're still kind of grinding in the right way, but it's the grind now. Well, now with social media, I think uh, Matt's point is on cue with that, is that now we're just so much more maybe even over-informed. Then before, the only source of information was the news, and they could pick and choose what was broadcasted, where now people just take videos and post 
everything. And so you're allowed, you, you see more from the first person point of view as opposed to what's been written and scripted. Yeah. Uh, another thing that I'm starting to hate that I have to keep asking is like every 15th video, I'll have to stare at it and go, is that a puppet? You know, because like they're, they're talking about some aliens and stuff coming around and stuff nowadays, which is, you know, hoax or otherwise, at least someone's talking about something, you know, and <clears throat> that's a whole nother topic on its own is is uh, aliens coming to uh, Earth and already being here and stuff like that. And we're probably going to be touching on it soon. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, broken. But yeah, the, the, has anyone else other than me seen the video? And I wish I knew where its actual source is from. But it's a black and white video, evidently from 1956, if you're to believe what you're reading. Um, and in it, they talk about the future and they say it's not all bright and glorious, right? And they do talk about a disease coming out of Asia. They do talk about us turning against from our elected officials and believing that they're all corrupt. And they go through a whole series of other things in this video from 1956. Now, again, you know, I know I can make new film look old, but uh, so I can't really find the source, which is a problem with that. But interesting, because we can actually find historical references to this same ideology being developed. Brave New World in 1984 are very prime examples of just people seeing how the whole structure of that society would be working into eventually ending up that it has to go through a grind. Now, there's either one of two sides. You either crawl out of the bottle or you crawl into it. And if you're on the, we're going to destroy ourselves, we're crawling in, right? Because I prefer to think we crawl out, but that's me. What are you guys doing with that puffy equipment over there? You're just gonna just looking at it. Honestly, I thought we were gonna start off by talking about dongs like we normally do on a free for all. About dongs? Well, now we're there and we're only five minutes in, so congratulations. Well, it just took five minutes. We're normally talking about it the moment you finish your. Peter intro. was trying to be deep and educational. Is that okay? No, with yeah, you? we started off heavy, as Nancy just finished saying. I wanted it to be sort of a British moment. No British. You're watching the BBC, where we sit around and we make you pay for your telly. Oh, Nancy's got something to say. What do you got to say, Nancy? I do wonder, like, when you have kids, you wonder what world you're bringing them into. And you raise them to be a certain way and have certain morals and values and ethics. And you'd hope that everybody is kind of doing the same, which it's not happening. Um, But I am always kind of um surprised when you you know like somebody does a good deed or you're in line at like tim hortons and we're doing the pay it forward and that kind of thing and and that brings a little bit (coughs) gives me a bit of hope because when you see so much dark especially on social media and all the videos you see so much dark in the world and then you wonder like what it's going to be like another 20 years and and that's one of the things that like Matt brought up earlier, are we just focusing so much because we see so much of it, right? Um, one of the things when I was working and I was office manager, and I noticed it was really great that I actually kept a log. And man, people would get irate when the elevator went down. And they would use phrases like, it's always down, it's forever down, and it's blah, blah, blah. It went down three times in a year on average, right? And it's And it's just, wow. But when it's down... When the elevator's not working, it is such an inconvenience or such a horror that it focuses us 
onto that precise moment. And we forget the 362 days that it was working in that very instant. And all of this mass media coming at us is doing exactly that. It's like, and we're focusing right here. So you don't have a chance yep. to look towards the roses. Yeah. Right? And so you see what everybody else has. And I know my kids have often said, like, look at how much money they have or how much they have. And it's like, you know what? You look around. We may have a small house and not a lot of things, but somebody's sitting there grateful and would love to have what we have. And so I think when you start practicing gratefulness and stop focusing on the negative, then you start realizing that, yeah, life ain't half bad. Yeah, I, I agree. Like, we have a, a small home and we have lots of things, like too many things. We're trying to clear out this place. As you can see, I have a three and a half foot pile of garbage in my backyard here, you know, from cleaning out behind the shed from the last people that own this house. <laughs> Uh, well, there's a railroad tie in there. There's sheet metal for a roof. Um, there's definitely a toilet seat, if not two. <laughs> just in case, outdoor plumbing. Uh, ju just in case. <laughs> um, if you can name any type of furniture that has ever existed, I've got a piece for it. <laughs> you know, so. It's like know. my grandpa's shed. There was like nuts and bolts from like 1910. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I got parts to an armoire. I, I don't even know what an armoire is, but I got parts to it. And, and then you get your friend who can't stand the way you cut your grass. And some parts for a Mustang GT. Yeah. So, so I used to work in lawn care and do weeding and all that stuff. And I can't stand the way Matt cuts his grass. So whatever Matt tells me is about to cut the grass, I, I make sure that I catch it the fastest uber i can to get here and cut him off real quick before he could touch the lawnmower took him three times longer too well that's because i cut it properly unlike you and uh so i came over today to cut the grass and i had to cut around the pile of crap that's in the backyard and can't even finish the job properly and it's kind of irritating to me and i don't have a weed whacker now now one thing i want to say to matt man matt I get that, man. I've done that. There are people who think I can't do dishes, that I can't cook, that I can't do a thousand and one things, and they come over and do it for me. It's amazing, isn't it, right? <laughs> Just got to keep doing it the wrong way, and bang, someone's ready to do it for you. That's that's my way of dealing with my father. I just can't wait till he hits the prickle bush. I'm going to burn you with my cigarette. I had my hand up, jackass. That's what I do with my dad. I'll be like, oh, I'm about to do blah, 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 and he'll be like, how are you going to do that? Well, I'm just going to YouTube it. Or that was before he realized YouTube was not bad. Um, or I'm just going to wing it. And he's like, no, no, I'll come and do it for you. Or I'll do it for you. And then that's how I get things done. I manipulate my dad. Happy Father's Day, Daddy. Or she's got a way of, she's like, well, I'm going to go clean this up now. And then I'm like, yeah, I should probably get up to. Yeah, that works too. I've now manipulated my husband. I'm a genius. I'm a genius. Or am I a genius because he's. I figured it out. Yeah. Is that what that smell is? <laughs> Manipulation. <laughs> Why am I stuck in the middle of you two? <laughs> but back to what I was saying, and to, to iterate on what Peter was saying, it's not that Matt doesn't know how to cut the grass. It's the fact of I am such, it has to look perfect. No, I'm a Pisces. 
I'm a Pisces. He's a fish. With an Aries moon. Or Aries sun. Something like that. Yeah. But um, I'll, I'll, I'll get back to you in a second. Yes. So, uh, but it's like I walk down the street and I see people that have cut their grass. And the way that they've done it is in the professional world is incorrect. And it drives me nuts. Like, like to see it not done properly to the sense where I'm like, no, I have to fix that. Because if I don't, it's going to fucking drive me insane to the point where I'm on my knees with a pair of scissors in the backyard cutting the fucking mohawks that he's left behind. I can just see Chris right now running home and getting a lawnmower and coming back and just cutting random strangers' lawns the proper way because he's so pissed. That'd be great. No, no. Super lawn man. <laughs> I, but but going back to you, Chris. Now, now I, I dated a gardener, and he would go on forever about it's the last ten percent. The garden had to be a hundred percent. What drew you to that garden over that garden was the perfection of the edging, the way that the the mulch was properly cascading down in an even pile throughout it, and even. Am I wrong, Chris, or what? <laughs> the last ten percent. But that's what makes the world go around. Is we all have our own things that we're good at. And that we're like, no, this is how it's supposed to be. And so if you can all work together to get things done, everybody has their own strengths. There, There is no Mohawks with my lawn mowing. I'm sorry. It gets done perfectly every time just because I didn't put a pattern into it. What? I think along with Mohawks would be fucking awesome, too. Okay. To, to, <laughs> right? As a sculptural to, element, think about it. Would it not look cool? But to give the definition of a Mohawk is when you don't go over your lines properly. And I overlap my lines. Thank you. But you you still leave Mohawks behind because no. you're not cutting on a proper angle. No. Yes. I've come over several times, looked at the grass, and been like, when did Matt cut the grass? Oh, he cut it yesterday. Ah, that explains everything. It wasn't yesterday, it was like no. a week by the time you saw it. But it and was here like you are, uh, guys. Dad wars. It's not dad war. Hey, come on. When when Sarah and Matt are telling me, "Hey, my parents have this much acreage, and when we if we go out there, you can come and cut the grass for us." I'm basically they're Mexican. Yeah, I've been <laughs> referring. I've been referring to you as that for a while. But I wasn't going to go no. so racial. I, I was, was actually going to call you my yard boy, but whatever. I was going to say, are you also our pool boy? I, we... I can do that too. <laughs> Chris is our pool boy. Don't you hit my pool with the whippersnapper. Yeah. Well, you can't because my dad put gravel around it. It actually comes out really of your nice. pay, Chris. <laughs> but yeah. Um, oh, fuck. I forgot what I was going to say. Something about what Nancy said about paying it forward. It is a shock when somebody does something nice. It's like if you're, you know, in front... Yeah, it is because then you're like, oh shit, man! Like, I can't do that for the person behind me because I have exactly what I need for exactly what I'm getting, and I don't have extra. But you think about it all the time. Like, I had some guy help me change a tire once, and he's like, "Just pay it forward." I asked him if he wanted any money for it, and I'm like, "No, just pay it forward." Well, and I'm like, forward. "Okay," because I know how to change a tire for somebody. If I did, I would change my own fucking tire, right? But I didn't say that. I just said thank you, and I tried to pay it forward. I think I did buy somebody so, a coffee so once. But. Tr- try to talk over this way because she can't reply. Well, I know that, but the microphone's yeah. on an angle, dude, so I can't. Blah, 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 blah. I can't yeah, be really can. loud. Do I pick up when I'm this loud? It, it does, but it doesn't because okay. I have to crank it. 
Okay, deal. So, like, I want to know what you guys think about the podcast so far, where we want to go with it, that kind of thing, you know? Give the people at home a little bit of insight about our thoughts. Well, I like how when we had, like, that, that team meeting and those voice notes were really helpful. Um, I liked uh, how we discussed, like, proper etiquette. Um, cause I know it can be really frustrating when you've done all this research and you're trying to talk and you're getting cut yeah. off and, and then you're having to be like, when you get the mic back, you're like, Oh, okay. So anyway, back to this. And then, you know, somebody listening gets kind of confused. And so I think moving forward, if we're doing that, um, and being more, uh, cautious, it's more just courtesy and respect for each other, really. Uh, but I mean like specifically, where do we want to go with like topics? I think uh, we're keeping Sarah's true crime, so as always, we are going to be starting off season seven with uh, Sarah's two-part true crime. Uh, If you want to know what it's about, you'll have to go and listen to it. That's how this works. We're the surprise bag of podcasts. Sometimes Chris thinks we're the tea bag of podcasts, but that's a different story too. So, the true crimes are doing really good. The conspiracy... theories and things like that are doing pretty good especially since a lot of them are starting to come true and crap which gets even worse um i want to do more music i want to find a couple artists that we can sit down and talk about for at least 45 minutes kind of thing uh i know there are plenty of them yeah missing tim uh if you guys remember uh if you go back to the music episode that was that was one of tim's best uh tim has passed on what a year ago or so now almost a year ago now so yeah we kind of want to keep the music thing going we just kind of lost our aficionado yeah you like that an aficionado i'm really looking forward to sitting in with sarah on the true crime because that's not really something that i've ever gotten into yeah um so yeah so i'm really excited to do that because it's also doing the nature versus nurture is something that and, and and we're excited to have you over on that one. Uh, Kelly's taken hiatus, you know, bless her. You know, she's doing her own thing. That's all right with us. And it's all right with Kelly, too, because there's no hard feelings for anybody. But uh, also, if we do look on the positive side, because Tim's not here so much, we were able to invite people like yourself to the group and bring in that extra uh, point of view to kind of replace another point of view, even though they're com- completely different point of views you know what i mean like so like the the show is ever changing and uh we have a couple ideas for season seven that'll uh bring in even more well, we're not replacing view. tim no we you can't replace tim we never, but we, we're never replacing anybody what we're no. doing is we're adding we're, we're, we're adding we're adding new voices and adding new opinions yeah. and adding new structure and you know just <laughs> freshening it up a bit it's okay yeah. you, no you're not irreplaceable no. oh oh well all, all of our yeah. Yeah. Oh, is he? Sorry. He, <laughs> he kind of giggled and said, I'm irreplaceable. <laughs> that would be Tim, wouldn't it? I'm irreplaceable. Is he right there? Yeah. Is he sprawled out? Yeah. No. Um. Do, I don't really see below the knees. So, but he's like, like, I don't really see... when. Well, when I see, yeah, well, there's pants on, but when I see spirits, I see, like, you don't see, like, the legs, like, from the knee down kind of thing. It just kind of, like, it's like vapor, I guess, the best way I could describe it, but yeah. Yeah. Hmm. 
but pretty much every podcast we've done, he's been here. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it, is it more often when Peter's here, or is he just here in general? He's here in general. Because of you. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah, we're getting mushy now. What do you got, Chris? Yeah, don't forget, season seven, we're hoping that in season seven, we can officially change the name of Chris's Corner to Headlocked with Chris. I, I think I've already used it. No, we have not used it. We used Chris's Corner and Wrestling with Chris or something like that. It wasn't It wasn't Headlocked with oh, Chris. Okay, well, we'll have um, We'll, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll make that for seven. Uh, and we're hoping, if all plays right, that we can get Kyle to come back and do part two because uh, a follow-up on uh, his win of the Death Proof Tournament. You didn't ruin it. Sorry. Oh, wait, I kind of did it. Yeah, you, you... Hasn't the match already happened like two, three weeks ago? The match happened almost a month ago, and yeah. now he's looking for people to fight in KFC parking lots. It's, oh. it's uh it's actually really comical what's going on with Kyle right now. Um he's a great guy, love him to death, and I can't wait to see him again and give him a big hug and throw him over my shoulder. Cause uh well, no. But like We got any word from Forehead yet? Forehead is uh actually really busy, um and uh his schedule is pretty busy for the summer unfortunately uh and he is uh doing his uh shoot job so oh okay yeah so with his and when you add the shoot job with your wrestling schedule when you're booked friday saturday sunday it's kind of hard to to get something else in so now thankfully working on trying to get uh, high pitch willie yeah high pitch willie yes i've uh i've been in contact with him um he's Hoping to come back to Ontario sometime this summer, and I'm hoping to either be able to get him to come over while he's in town, or uh, do the same thing that we did with Kyle. Yeah, we'll just pipe him in. Yeah, because uh, I just have to get a hold of him with his work schedule because and um, his uh, touring schedule because of the summer with total fucking chaos right now is uh, pretty crazy. Good times, good times. And into the crime, we're going to uh, probably keep it minimal this season just because the next case after the opener is a huge one. Uh, I'm not going to say what it is, but all I know is that Nancy, Colleen, and I will be tackling it together, mostly me doing the research and reading, and we'll have them weigh in, obviously. But um, the research we're going to try to do together, at least watch some of the documentaries, because it's... Uh, it's a big one, and we're not going to so much focus, I think, on the crime as much. We'll do, like, we'll talk about it a little bit, but the aftermath and the result of it and what happened. <laughs> so uh, it'll give a different spin on the true crime podcast, I think. I want to get into some mysteries that are, like, kind of more folklore like Jack the Ripper, or dive in to see if Van Helsing was ever a real person or if King Arthur was ever a real person or if Merlin was ever a real person. You know, those kind of myths. We can do Jack the Ripper as a small one-off true crime in the middle. Okay. Well, Because I don't think it would take that long to research. Yeah. 
Everybody having fun? What are you doing? You're just sitting there? You're just sitting there. Oh, Peter I would it. like to, um, I think it'd be really interesting if we t- did a segment on, or like a podcast on human behavior and how we <laughs> manipulate one another and how that kind of thing, um, body language and the psychology all behind it. Looking at someone who studies sociology. So yeah, man, I can put that one. Um, but uh, how have the paranormal ones been doing? Because I would like to see more of those. Uh, those ones are good, and I would like to get you on more of those ones. Uh, that's actually one of the reasons we brought Nancy on was for some of the paranormal stuff because we have that other perspective, right? Because we're per- quite different, you and I, in the way that we. Yep. Yeah. It's always nice to because I don't think there's two mediums or psychics or whatever you, you call it. I don't think there's two people the same because gifts are all different, and and how we see things and hear things and, and feel things. It's all different and individual. To it's each perspective. Person. It's, it's yep. per, or perception. <laughs> like, like Peter and I mentioned the other day, what I call blue is not necessarily what Peter calls blue or, you know, so on and so forth. Some people would say that's colorblind, but it's true. Like, how can you verify that, you know, that is blue to you, but it might be more green to them and, you know, that kind of thing. And now we're talking epistemology, or where we, how we know what we know, and it's basically exactly that. Because everyone, we have shared definitions of blue, but we all have blue is what we see it as, not what anyone else is seeing it as. It's very unique, actually, to our individual perceptions. The same as, and that's one of those weird things about language when we come to things like table or house or mansion or whatever, especially when we get to the higher level words like mansion. We'll all envision something different, but because of the commonality of the word, we can understand each other. Like right now, if I was to look at the sky over there specifically, not so much over here, but over there, I would say that that's like a bluey purple, but in the lighter pastel scale, you know, and that's what I mean. So tinted is white, right? Because to me, it's it's more whitish than purplish. I don't see any purple at all. No way. No. Oh, yeah, I see purples and blues and yellows in it. Then again, my visual scale might be further than yours or what have you. You know, there's so many things that you can't even compare it because every person's like apples to oranges. I don't deny I'm half blind. What's up, monkey man? No. <laughs> so, so. Oh. God damn it. Just admit it, Chris. It was you, right? No, I just didn't want to look like you were trying to push me out. All right. <laughs> Edit. No. No. no, no. So, it's free for all. When They're here for the giggles. They don't even know why we're giggling, but no. I, I gave Sarah a look yes. like, how dare you accuse me of such foul behavior? So I, I want to know when we're going to do like another game night when we all sit down and play like another never have i ever or we could technically be playing right now but those usually get out of hand really friggin' fast because like unfortunately two of them haven't been able to make it out because they haven't been long enough but i think if we get the right crew together we could have one hell of a drunken fest and make everybody laugh 
Yeah, but they always get sexual right away because everybody wants to know that part about people. They don't care what board game you never played before. Colleen. I did it one time. I threw out the no. first sexual question one time no, just to juice things up. It was no, kind of boring. Who hasn't rode a motorcycle? No. Who hasn't had a fucking gummer? Is better. Well, yeah, but like, I'm, I'm saying like when Colleen was doing like, uh, never have I ever gone parachuting. It's like, have you met us? Do we look like the parachuting type? Does it look like I want to jump out of a perfectly good airplane? No. It's like asking all of us, who's run, who never have I ever run a 5K? <laughs> I have. <laughs> it's like saying, never have I ever walked on the moon. Like, no shit. Nobody has. Yeah. Well. I'm actually starting to believe that more because now they're doing green screen and fake gravity stuff on... on Shadows were off. <laughs> well, it's not off now. Now they're trying to fake gravity in space and stuff yeah, like that. See? He's, he's coming down to my level. We're yeah. getting the Nick Millers on here. We're, we're getting this thing figured out, uh-huh. Sarah. You and I will... Mm-hmm. We'll... You know what I would like to see, actually? There's a true crime, the, discu- the deception of the American... No, it's, it's getting past that now. Yeah, true. No, no, I would like to do witch trials, but separate them from the European versus the Salem witch trials. Because not only do you have conspiracy theory, you have um, true crime in that as well. As, and paranormal. I think that might be one for the October docket. Now, another one for the October docket is I've been trying, like a mofo, to get a paranormal investigator. Like someone who actually does it for like a living, like full time kind of thing, like... With the equipment and the doodads and the Inspector Gadget and the Ghostbuster Diggies and, you know, that kind of thing. But it's so hard to get a hold of anybody. The problem is, is all of that mechanical stuff, you never really know if it's actually picking anything up. Because it works off frequency, so it could just be picking up random stuff. It could be picking up literally the Wi-Fi coming out of your pocket. Exactly. And so that's the thing. It's like in order to do proper... Um, paranormal investigation, you need mediums and psychics. You need people as opposed to just, you know, you see the guys wandering around with the, the machines and it's because I've done them and you don't, you get the opposite of what you pick up. Yeah. And, and that's another thing too. Like people don't realize how many frequencies are around them. Like I went from working in a corner store to now I do internet uh, technical support. So if you try turning it off and waiting for about 30 seconds and then plugging it back in, that usually fixes it, just so you know. Um, uh, With that, you start realizing that, like, for example, in trailer parks, we only put their routers on a shorter frequency so that that frequency isn't messing with the neighbor's frequency. And then every phone gives off a frequency. Whether or not you've got your thing turned on or not, you're still giving off those (laughs) waves. And and that's exactly it. Now you just take the word frequency and you say harmony, harmony, right, or harmonics. And I'm sure you're going to understand this, Sandy. Is when I when I say as a physical medium, right, when I approach buildings or things or objects, right, I feel a change in the harmonics and the vibrations, right. And it's that that I'm picking up, right. But it's always around. It's just it's a slight change, right. You know, um, and that's just how I perceive it, right, as far as a feeling. But anyways, but yeah, it's the exact same thing. They're all around us all the time, and they're constantly eddying and ebbing, right? Which is just makes them really hard to read as well, because they're not constant. They're flowing just like a, a river water, constantly. Oh, no one's over. No one over there. 
He keeps trying. He, he's. He, he keep trying to pass it to Tim, and he said he's only doing in studio audience. So, um, question: Did he have like a deep laugh? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Just thanks for the confirmation. <laughs> <laughs> did he have a deep laugh? Unfortunately, Nancy, not Sandy, <laughs> has <laughs> never. Um, but Nancy never met Tim, unfortunately, because if you would have met Tim, some of the things that that man did, said, and would act out, yeah, and no, were just astronomical, like, photographic memory for spelling words, blew my Fucking mind. <laughs> Photographic. Yeah. Photograph. He was my dictionary man. Anytime I got to a word, I'd look up and I'd go, Tim, how do you spell this? And like, boom. Right? He just like, blah, 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 blah. Right? Awesome. Right? But yeah. Yeah. Um, and into weird stuff. Right? Completely. Man, he waited on pins and needles uh, for the new telescope to go up. And like all day long, right? All day long, it was like, oh, did you see the new pictures? Oh, did you see the new pictures? And it's like, dude, I'm not really into this. <laughs> but sure enough, I know more about it just because of hanging out with Tim, right? It's all of these little... And that's just one of the thousands of topics he would look up, right? I've constantly said to Matt and Sarah that uh, I don't know what's going on in the world anymore because... Tim would be the one who would come into the living room and go, all right, these are the new trailers for all the new movies coming up. These are the new games. These are... The new Zelda has come out. That new Zelda has come out. The one, the one that he has been wanting to play since the first one he finished. Now, I, I'm looking at this thing going, he would have loved this thing. And... Like the way the game's put together, it's still based around the same map he already knew. Tim liked things that were rebuilt. He would have, he seriously would have lost his mind. All you would have heard coming from the bedroom was, No way! Oh my god! I would hear a few more choice words whenever his character dies. Trust me. <laughs> I lived through those moments, so. Of his uh, speeching, uh, of his speech on the death of a character, right? Or when he's in the middle of combat. That was a good time. That's when you knew he was having a good time. If he was calling them, mm, <laughs> and that. I, I have a question to ask. And it seems the Peter is here. Do you think that we could do, if it's ready, an episode with... D and D, like to with us speaking, like as our character, like I, as our character, yeah, playing like the beginning of the game because there is the because of the new stupid movie, unfortunately, um, the D and D world has blown up again, and they've got I think it's three yeah, new books. But it's, it's blowing up for the wrong reason, dude. You're not following the right stories. Hasbro has flooded the market with all this stuff from Wizards of the Coast, including Dungeons and Dragons. 
some of the judges are being arrested for possible CP. And um, that, yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, Hasbro is really flushing all these beloved things down the toilet, just like every other industry is doing. All these things are getting worse. If we did do a Dungeons and Dragons thing, Peter would have to be the dungeon master, but I don't even know if I would be able to play because I would have to be making sure this works properly and maybe we'll have it so that only what your character is saying in game is what is actually on microphone so that the audience is only getting the story. They're not getting the, oh shit, what does a 13 get me? Yeah, like you that's what, what I, I mean. But that's what I'm saying is like. Do you understand what I mean? Like you're getting all the story, none of the geek. Uh, yeah, and and I do get that. And my concern there is like, whoa, editing job or what? Right, like that would be a nightmare in editing, right? Not really. Just like when you want to say something official in game, that's when you step towards the microphone. The other stuff would be easy to take out because it'll be in the back and small. Oh, good. And we're good Canadians, so we would queue for that, wouldn't we? Yeah. Like, that's what I'm saying is if we have... Why not? If we have, like, me, you, Peter, I presume Dan, uh, Giga... Now, are you going to change your voice to sound like your character? I, I do wonder about that. Is like uh, I don't know if Dan would be interested, right? That would be a question. I don't know if Jiga has ever been on mic or has done a podcast. I know Alex has, and that doesn't. But um, timing him with Alex, that might have to be more him online. Because you know, again, you know, put them. I don't know. Put the phone in the line in the queue. Uh, but anyhow, right? It, it should be functional somehow. But at the same time, it's that's one of the other questions I would have about it is I'm not sure about two of our expected players and uh, my brother Sean has is interested in coming back into playing D&D again. So, and I've invited him. Oh, okay. Right? And he, he's really experienced as a player. So... Whereas you got rookies like me who like to shoot people in the head. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> people like you, um, which add color to the entire campaign. But so I can't, but I can't speak for them, and that's the problem, right? So it'd be better off not. What if we made like a, a truncated version so that, like, instead of it being like, okay, let's see what we roll, okay, let's see what we roll, and like taking all this time and stuff like that, where we would just like make the move and then like then act out what the move happened so that it would be easier that way. I don't know. Uh, you, you, you do bring out an interesting point, and it is actually a way of, of playing the game, right? And that's where you take out the dice completely. And you remain in character 100%, right? So you'd want a voice around Mike, and that's the key. You have to be in character 100%, and everything you say is in character. So whatever you say happens, right? So at, at that point in time, if you announce your attack, the enemy is listening to you announce your attack, right? So think about it that way. But on the other hand, um, we can all see the story. We can all see the story when we're, we're in it, if we get the visualization well enough, right? Which D&D should be able to achieve. And then we, at the best of D&D, you get a coalescence 
of the mind where we all begin to, to write the story together without needing the dice at all. It is a wonderful thing to see. Well, the, the old thing I learned in drama class was the yes and when you're doing improv. And I saw this other guy online, and he uh-huh. says he took that and he put that into his job. So to de-escalate a angry customer, you agree with them, but then you add to it in a positive light. It's like my internet's working. Yes, yes and, and I also see that uh, it's been off for about 32 hours, so it sounds like we need to reset your router. Things like that. You know, you bring it back up. But uh, the yes and thing works really good for, like, D&D, right? Yes. Sorry, I picked a topic that the boys are talking about. Maybe the girls will want to get in on this. Yeah, yeah. I'm not so, talking about that. on a different note, Chris wants to get me a pocket pussy. <laughs> no, I am his pocket pussy. I just don't fit in his pocket. All right, you you want to throw this out there? <laughs> not a problem. I'll burn you on the stake. Go for it. I'll roast you. So, last time I came over, me and Matt had a conversation. And I'm not afraid of my sexuality and what I have at home. So I don't give two shits. I have a pleasure chest for my women, and then I have my own section for myself. Yes, I have a section. I have two strokers, and I have a sleeve. And Matt asked me what they do. So I explained to him that my one stroker... Sorry. My one stroker, it's called the Instacup. It has... um. A thing on the side of it where you can actually squeeze and it takes the air pressure from inside and makes it feel like kegels basically no it's kind of it's basically you squeeze it so it feels like (laughs) she's squeezing you so and if you tighten the end if you loosen the end of it it gives it less suction and if you tighten it no does not pee on you does it ever go Yes, if it's too tight. But Matt was... No, it is not. But Matt... So Matt asked me, and I was explaining the different sleeves that I have, strokers, as they're called, to him. And they're outdated. Um, She's too tired and she has a headache. Sometimes you need to get off when nobody's around. So I was explaining to him, and as a joke, I went into the store today and asked Sydney what her cheapest stroker was. So she was showing me, and if the products, yes, and giving you a demonstration. No, Sydney is very classy, and that's not how you do business in a love shop. Thank you very much. Love shop, baby. That's love shack. Dumbass. Shut up, baby love. Shut up. You're <laughs> so, so I was joking around and asked her what the cheapest one was, and she was showing me like different ones, and I was like, okay, yeah, no, don't worry about it. And she was like, okay, maybe another time. And then my reply to her was, for one, if I bought it for him, he has a young daughter, so where the fuck would he hide it? And his wife would kill me if I did buy one for him. And 
there is one that is uh, I can't remember the name of it, but <laughs> not really. She says, "Yeah, you would kill me." Um, she said, "Not really." There yeah. we go. Chris oh. can confirm. We've now got audio documentation that Sarah said that she would not be mad it about it. Keeps you off of me, even though you're really good at what you do. But sometimes it's anxiety-inducing going into it. Once I'm there, I'm good. Keep, you can... keep me off of you? No, like, I meant once, pressure-wise. Sorry, that came off wrong. One, once every two months is too often? No, I'm just like, sometimes I feel pressure. That's why I meant keep the pressure off of me, I guess. I, <laughs> I complain when it's been three hours. All right. Okay, anyway. So, okay. I was... <laughs> Uh, yes exactly (laughs) but there is one that is designed and if you don't know what it is it literally looks like a coffee thermos and you could leave it out in the open everything the only it looks like a coffee thermos so if you didn't know what it was you'd literally think this thing is a coffee thermos this is what I said I was like for one he can't leave it out on the desk because he has a young daughter. And for two, Sarah would eventually ask, why the fuck ain't you using your thermos? And I was explaining this to Matt as we walked to the pot store. And he was like, yeah, uh, why haven't you put it to your lips? Oh, don't worry. I do at nighttime. <laughs> and like, so, <laughs> oh, so much can be wrong with that. So it, it turned into lips. a joke. But it was... it. It has never been, I would never go out and buy something like that for somebody who, for one, everybody's got different, well, not only taste, but textures, because the sleeves are certain textured. And someone who else is also familiar with the love shop, not the particular lady you mentioned, but the love shop in general, I have to admit, yeah, it's, it's very personal when you go in, you know, and sizing feel comfort material all of those things are really critical to the individual so yeah i'd agree it is a personal i i own a thing called a ninja and no i I am ninja we are no 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 (laughs) so do i but yeah it's a it's a blender (laughs) this this product this one is too peter no (laughs) do not (laughs) but been there done that got a t-shirt um, but yes, we're getting off topic. Yeah. The product is called the Ninja, and it is for tip stimulation. And it has a tongue. It's got a little tongue inside of it. It's a set of lips, and you're supposed to literally just stick the tip in, right? And just it, to see if you like it. It's got a warmer. It it heats up, and if you use the right and if you use the right lube with it, it it actually feels like you're getting a blowjob. The problem is, is I cannot use the ninja because I don't like stim. I'm just I'm just picturing that in maximum overdrive, right? If something goes wrong and the aliens okay. take over that. So what I pictured when he was talking, describing what it looks like, it has lips and a tongue. You know the episode of Big Bang Theory where they have like those makeout things where you can make out with your girlfriend. Oh yeah, the internet kissing. Yeah, that's what I automatically thought of. I'm like, oh, and then like you know, like Raj and Howard are going on it. Yeah, (laughs) 
<laughs> How would you That's clean that? That's the first that? thing like, I could think know. of. Anyways, I got to pee. They're actually well, very easy to clean. It's um, So it's made of a material that is waterproof. So you can literally wash it with soap and water and then you use your toy cleaner afterwards and your powder so that it doesn't dry out. Also, there's like a maintenance thing to it. Yeah, there. It's it's like... You can't just like spit in it and throw it in the cupboard. I, I don't mean to, to throw you under the bus here, Nancy, but as You're going right somebody deep. who's familiar because of our Never Have I Ever game, I, I take it as somebody you've got experience with more than just a penis. Yeah, that's it. I'm talking pleasure chests and shit like that. Okay, never mind. No swings or what? Whips, chains. I can get you a deal on one. Oh. Okay. Nancy needs Sorry. a microphone. So he had he has one, and I was nervous because there was like a hook in the ceiling, and I'm like, mm, I don't know if it's gonna hold me. Like a little bit nervous about falling. <laughs> can, you know, can we get two hooks? Yeah, can, is, is that good support? And so now he hangs a heavy bag off of it, and I was like, well, if the heavy bag can hang there, and you're punching it, and it's you know, stay. I'm good. Yeah, my my fear right. is yeah. like falling on my ass halfway through and I'm like hurting myself. That can hurt your bum real good. Yes. It can ruin the mood. Uh, absolutely. And there should be two points of contact with a swing. That's what I thought. Two, two anchor points two anchor. in case one breaks. They're supposed to both be able my to ass hold. Well, nobody's. <laughs> there, there, there should be two anchor points for the swing if set up properly. Yes. And if used correctly they do come with instructions believe it or not if used correctly there is no falling out did you know that did you know that they have internet um based strokers now so you can watch a video and do you know how much they're worth how is that cheating you're still doing a piece of rubber no it's just that i will agree with sarah there It's, it's not live. You're watching a video. No, it's still, yeah, yeah, no. I could get him a fake ass that literally vibrates and fucks him for fourteen hundred bucks. I thought you were saying for fourteen hundred hours. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. So, Matt, Matt, you're saying that there's this thing on the video where you're watching a porn and it is stimulating via computer internet. So it is a pussy. It. Or an asshole, depending on which sleeve you buy. Yeah, yeah. Right? And you connect it via Bluetooth to your computer, cell phone, whatever, and put it on Pornhub. And there is a whole section. It's a VR section in Pornhub. And it literally will do the tightening of the muscle, I'm, everything. I'm just, I'm just envisioning the scene from Enter Player One, right? Or Gamer <laughs> One or whatever, right? With the big slob and... Right, player and three. he's having the porn thing, but yeah, and it's just too close to home and future realities, man. It, Ooh, it is a thing. They do sell them at the love shop, and they are not cheap. They you run for the about in Japan. fifteen to sixteen hundred bucks. Yeah, take that multiply I can by like a thousand. Probably, if technology. Sydney is not bored, I could probably get Sydney to come and do a podcast with us about products from the love shop. She'll even bring headset, everything. Right? 
We were talking about civilization and how much it's changed. And now we're talking about products from the love shop and getting fucking VR fucked. Well, either way, we're at 51 minutes, so we can call it there if we want Thank to. God, because I can't take any more drinks. Alrighty. So you guys have a good afternoon or evening or good night or whatever. And uh, we'll see you next season. Take her easy. Bye-bye.